wonderful. I don't know which one I'm going to do. <clears throat> are we rolling? No. Oh, oh doing the kid. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode literally literary. <laughs> of Literally Literary. It was so nice what he was doing. I ruined everything. You really are just like a huge <laughs> monkey wrench. <laughs> With us, wonderful. as always, is Mr. Sean Fabernis. Sean Fabernis. I am Joy Bunnier, and here he is, the man right. who reads the books usually. All right. That's relax. all I'm going to say. <laughs> relax. I just I want to introduce yeah. you a little bit more. I know. You, you it's very com- sweet of you. I know. You haven't been completely usurped. I get ridiculously embarrassed. I don't know. It's Sean O'Brien. Hi, guys. To reclaim his throne. Um. Anyway, I have books. Yeah. Good. Let's just go to it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just get started. I have like three different piles or things I was thinking Jesus about, Christ. and I don't know which one I'm going to do. Pick one. Okay. Should I just bring them all up? And door number two. I don't know. I didn't pick a door yet. Jesus Sorry. Fuck. I'm going to bring them all up. I think two is a good choice, though, if you're just going to pre-guess. Yeah. I feel like, like, also, it's like, it's like guessing C. I was just gonna say C is the one you go to for your always. All right. Anyway, um, so I got two piles here, and theoretically a third one if you guys really want to do that. Rather large. I finished the Trump, the reach. I didn't want to talk about it. I don't know why I did that. But I finished Trump Trump off. No, I redid the Trump, (laughs) the Trump play, the Shakespeare play. Oh, good. I redid it, which was a fucking pain in the ass. But anyway, here, here are the two. Oh, I'm anxious to read it. I'm reading this currently, by the way. This, um, the, broom of this? The, the Broom of the System by David Foster Wallace. It occurred to me, I'm like, I, I kind of do want to read Inherent Jest at some point, but I figured I'd start off with his first book, so I, I, I'm in the middle of this, which is actually really good. I'm enjoying it. Okay. Um, so I have The Broom of the System by David Foster Wallace. I have, because it's Trump's inauguration was today, I just wanted to go away. So I have uh, Dubliners by James Joyce, oh, and I have Ulysses by James Joyce, which I might just start reading. Frankly, and I also brought the annotated because I know you guys ask me questions sometimes. That's that I don't annotated. Have. Look at that thing. Yeah, this is the annotations yeah. to the book. A, a oh, that's what it means. Book. I always think it means abridged. No. I'm an idiot. No. Oh no, no, yeah, no. that's the other way. <laughs> yeah. Um, but then in the, in pile number two, I have a uh, pile number two is definitely more tempting. I have the. Yeah, I know you. I knew you'd <laughs> love this. I have the U.S. Ooh. survival, the U.S. Army survival manual. I fucking love that. This mm-hmm. again, trust inauguration. So I figured these are yeah. some of the things that might help. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have the uh, climate change and energy policy, Mr. Um, Sean. I'm, sure, I'm assuming that's not going the way I want it. To. <laughs> <laughs> it's just numbers, man. It's, uh, it's just numbers. Uh, that's the beauty of it. It's just facts like and just numbers. numbers. One four seven eight facts, three. It's one, just two. facts. Just boring ass fucking <laughs> facts. Um, I have Howard Zinn's A People's History of the United States. I have Joey, Why People Believe Weird Things by Michael Shermer. Mm. I believe a lot of weird things. I assume I have, that one um, was more for me. Than I don't. Hebert Marcus, Eros and Civilization. What is that? Um, it's a pretty famous philosophical text. Mm. A philosophical inquiry into Freud. I should have brought Freud actually with me. I have um, yeah. Barron's Legal Guides Law Dictionary. Jesus Christ. Just, I don't you're know. Gonna, you're going to read the fucking dictionary. If we have a question about something in the I'm Constitution of the happen. United Don't States, mm-hmm. um, and then I have Henry David Thoreau's Walden and Civil Disobedience, and I have uh, he's a good man and thorough. Thoreau. <laughs> just I just have an ethics book, like classic reading books of ethics. Mm. Anyway, yeah, that's what I have. All wow. boring. I should not have brought this. I'm immediately regretting this. You brought a lot today. Yeah. This seems a little bit more than the average. No, I usually like space them out into a couple different episodes. Mm. So I always have You're this amount. Actually, work. I usually uh, have more. It's just now I just brought them like yeah. all on the table. You just diary it on the table. Weird um, things. Okay. Okay. 
<laughs> Not the survival manual. I, I would have assumed you had gone to that one. Um, I feel like that's going to be harder. Or, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm sure she'll, she'll come back around. Why people believe weird things. Don't put all the other ones. Oh, okay. You want to keep seeing them? Yeah. No, I mean, like, maybe a second read. And you don't want to do... Oh, is that why you, why you didn't listen to the the entire podcast that we did without you? Because oh, we didn't yeah. read one book. No, I just I was doing like I said. Yeah. It was I I answered the question. He made I me, was doing dishes yeah. and I didn't want to listen anymore. No, yeah. <laughs> I guess my point is I want to hear I other books. I want to hear Ulysses too, I, or at least another oh, selection of Joyce. Why'd you have to say that? Shut up! You know this. I want to get him. Jesus Christ. God oh wait, no, damn no. It. God, I hate you so much. <laughs> Okay, he just threw everything down and now is about to read Ulysses. I'm going to read Ulysses again. We'll pick up where we left off. The joy on this man's face is unpalpable. Aww. It's really uh, something to behold. Aw, yeah, we're going to do that. Fuck it. I am a man of constant sorrow. We're going to do this. Sean O'Brien just looks like he came home do you guys remember where we left off? a hard day's work. <laughs> do you guys remember and, where we left off? And like someone cooked him his favorite meal. <laughs> and like so the smell right is like now. wafting through the air. And someone just offered him a drink and a yeah, robe. And a steak. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm taking sips of McAllen. And it's Friday. And I have Ulysses. Aw, thanks, Joey. You got it. It's clear. That was quick. Do you guys remember where I left off? I don't fucking do It was the very first stuff. episode. Yeah, it was after we... We didn't even meet... Uh, what's his name? <laughs> we won't meet him for a while. Oh, really? He doesn't show up till well, later? Well, we did. I, I skipped to that part. Oh, you're right. Yeah. Well, we pretty much read the beginning with the other dude. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's yeah, that's how I we read most of the, yeah. yeah. We read most of the beginning of Stephen's Day. We didn't hear much about Bloom, I guess. I know Bloom. No, we didn't do any Bloom. Well, I mean, we did some. We just did the opening pages, and, and we talked about... Um, Orlando? It's good. <laughs> <clears throat> I don't know any others. Leo? General class, the insane. Uh, still, I, we, I, I know we got that's into. I know we Judy. got into. Oh, good call. His head. We got into Stephen's head for a while. Look at the sea. What does she know about? Is offenses? that like Herman's head? Folded away. Fool. What are the ashes? Oh, Herman's hermit. Gould Chew, of course, is no matter. Let me know. Oh, live. you millennials don't know. Day. Don't remember Herman's head. Coughing. The uh, the lady that did the voice of Lisa Simpson was on a show. I where think we we were uh, basically the precursor to Inside Out. Okay. So yeah. we stopped in the beginning. I think it was more or less here. Um, the cool chewer of corpses. No, mother, let me be and let me live. That's roughly where we stopped last time. <laughs> okay. And then I jumped over to like uh, the opening of Bloomsday and I read a couple other things. But so that's where we stopped in chapter one. And I'm, I'm going to continue there. <laughs> so to remind you guys, um, Stephen, Stephen was up on the parapet of the um, parapet. Parapet is where you would put a uh, cannon. Yeah. It's a space where you put um, Like the top of like a, a castle. A pitcher's mound for... Oh. Yeah, he's, he's on the top of Martello Tower, mm. and he's thinking about um, his mother. He's thinking about how when his mother asked him to uh, kneel down, he kneel down and pray for her uh, with her dying breath, essentially. He didn't. Because life is a mystery. Sorry, what's precisely? What's, what's Everyone Stephen's, must stand uh, alone. What's Stephen's last name? I forgot. Daedalus. Stephen, Stephen Daedalus. Um, and he lives with Buck Mulligan, another guy, another another fellow named Haynes, who we're going to meet soon. And that, that, that's what we've been talking about. The underwear tycoon? Haynes had, <laughs> Haynes had a dream the night before, was raving about uh, shooting a Black Panther. Um, and Stephen and Buck have just kind of a little conversation up on the top of the tower, and that's it. Then um, Buck fucked off, and Stephen sat there just thinking about his mother. 
and then finally, I have a Haynes joke. So say it. <laughs> uh, wait. It's really funny. You guys are really <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Wait till, wait till he gets his Hanes on that Black Panther. Okay. Jesus Christ. That's all right. Or I'm, him. Joyce would have appreciated that. I mean, if he didn't set it up, it would have been King Joy! I just couldn't spat it out. <laughs> Buck so. Mulligan's voice sang from within the tower. It came nearer up the staircase, calling again. Stephen, still trembling at his soul's cry, heard warm, running sunlight, and in the air behind him, friendly words. Daedalus, come down. Like a good mosey. Breakfast is ready. Haynes is apologizing for waking us last night. It's all right. I'm coming, Stephen said, turning. Do, for Jesus' sake, Buck Mulligan said. For my sake and for all our sakes. Um, I love Jesus. Okay. You need to figure out how to make that sound like a drop. <laughs> it comes out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah, I don't, that doesn't even make sense. I do what I want. <laughs> His head disappeared and reappeared. I told you a symbol of Irish art. He says it's very clever. Touch him for a quid, will you? A guinea, I mean. I get paid this morning, Stephen said. The school kip, Buck Mulligan said. How much? Four quid? Lend this one. If you want it, Stephen said. Four shilling sovereigns, Buck Mulligan cried with delight. I'll have a glorious drunk to astonish the druidy druids. Four omnipotent sovereigns. He flung up his hands and tramped down the stone staircase, singing out of tune with a co- stone stairs, singing out of tune with a cockney accent. Oh, won't we have a merry time drinking whiskey, beer, and wine on Coronation, Coronation Day? Oh, won't we have a merry time on Coronation Day? Warm sunshine marrying over the sea. The nickel shaving bowl shone, forgotten, on the parapet. Why should I bring it down or leave it there all day? Forgotten friendship. He went over to it, held it in his hands a while, feeling its coolness, smelling its clammy slaver on the, la- slaver on the lather in which the brush was stuck. So I carried the bowl of incense then at Clonglows. I am another now and yet the same. A servant, too. A server of servants. In the gloomy doomed living room of the tower, Buck Mulligan's gowned and gowned form moved briskly about the hearth to and fro, hiding and revealing its yellow glow. Two shafts of soft daylight fell across the flagged floor from the high uh, uh, barbicans. Barbicans. And at the meeting, what the fuck of the, is that? I don't know actually. Barbicans. A really big barbecue. Look it up. Barbicans. B a r b i c a n s. Um, I don't remember what they are. I feel like it's like it's, it's like it, it has to do with the frame of the room itself. Hmm. Um, the outer defense of a castle or walled city, especially yeah. a double tower above a gate or drawbridge. There you go. Dude. And at the meeting of their rays, a cool coal smoke and fumes of fried grease floating, turning. We're choked, Buck Mulligan said. Haynes, open the door, will you? Stephen laid the shaving bowl on a locker. A tall figure rose from the hammock where it had been sitting, went to the doorway, and pulled out open the inner doors. Have you the key? A voice asked. Dunless has it, Buck Mulligan said. Janie, Janie Mack, I'm choked, he howled without looking up in the fire. Kinch! Up in the lock, Stephen said, coming forward. The key scraped round harsh, and when the heavy door had been set ajar, welcome light and bright air entered. So pay attention, by the way, to who has the key throughout the entire book as we read this over the next <laughs> 35 years. Okay. <laughs> so who has the key now? Uh, it's in the lock, Stephen said, coming forward. The key, the key scraped around harshly uh, twice and went to the heavy door and set a jar. Tried. Welcome light and prayer. And Tried. Stephen has the key. Mm. Who has the key? Oh, that's good. I see. The key master. Are you the gatekeeper? <laughs> no, the key master has the key. 
The gatekeeper keeps the gate. Uh, and I was asking if he was the gatekeeper. He's clearly not. Jesus Christ. Vince Forthall. Vince Wilfork? Vince, Vince Orthall? Norfolk the Garthunk. Payne stood up at the doorway, looking out. Stephen hailed his upended valise to the table and sat down to wait. Buck Mulligan tossed the fry on the dish beside him. Then he carried the dish and a large teapot over the table, set them down heavily, and sighed with relief. I'm melting, he said as the candle remarked. Melting. Said <laughs> as the candle remarked when, but hush. Not a word more on that subject. Kinch, wake up. Bread, butter, honey. Payne's come in. The grub is ready. Bless us, O Lord, and these thy gifts. Where's the sugar? Oh, Jay, there's no milk. Stephen fetched the loaf of, loaf of pot and honey and butter tea cooler from the locker. Buck Mulligan sat down in a sudden pet. What sort of kip is this? He said. I told her to come after eight. We can drink it black, Stephen said. There's eleven in the locker. Oh, damn you and your Paris fads, Buck Mulligan said. I want Sandy Cove milk. Haynes came in from the doorway and said quietly, That woman is coming up with the milk. The blessings of God on you, Buck Mulligan cried, jumping up from his chair. Sit down! Pour the tea there! The sugar is in the bag. Here, I can't go fumbling with the damned eggs. He hacked through the, he hacked through the fry in the dish and slapped it down on three plates, saying, Enumine patri e fini e spiritu sancti. Haynes sat down to pour the tea. I'm giving you two lumps each, he said. Oh, wait. I'm giving you two lumps each, he said. <laughs> but, I may, but I say, Mulligan, you do make a strong tea, don't you? Buck Mulligan, hewing thick slice from the loaf, said in an old woman's wheeling voice, When I makes tea, I makes tea, as my little Grogan said. And when I makes water, I makes water. By Jove, it is tea, Haynes said. Buck Mulligan went on hewing and wheeling. So I do, Miss Cahill, says she. But God, ma'am, says Miss Cahill, God send you don't make him up one pump. He lunged toward the messmates and, in, a t- in turn, a thick slice of bread impaled on this knife. Knife. That's folk, he said earnestly. For your book, Haynes. Five lines of text and ten pages of notes about the folk and the fish gods of Dundrum, printed by the weird sisters in the year of the big, wan- big wind. Weird Sisters, by the way. Any reference there? Mm, no idea. We read it on this show. That's why I'm mentioning it. Oh, the fucking uh, Hamilton. Mm-mm. With the Weird Sisters? Mm-hmm. Yeah, isn't that the, the witches? Macbeth? And the fucking... Macbeth. Oh, that's Macbeth. Oh, it's all the same shit. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was right enough. <laughs> you were. Do you know that the Weird Sisters are a band in Harry Potter? I do. Mm. I do. I guess they're witches. Nerdery. I mean, they're, well, yeah, exactly. Right. He turned to Stephen and asked in a fine, puzzled voice, lifting his brows, Can you recall, brother, is Mother Grogan's tea and water pot spoken of in the um, Maginion, or is it the Apinishads? I doubt it, said Stephen gravely. Do you now, Buck Mulligan said in the same tone. Your reasons, pray. The fuck are either of those things? (laughs) The The Mabinion... You want to? Do you have them, Joey? Sorry, I, I can look here. Is, actually, I'll go like to. Really I'll nice go to the annotated. I'm pretty sure they're um they're two Hindu sects. Mm. But I'll check so. in the annotations. <laughs> Bring out the big book. I'll check in the annotations. Does that book actually have Ulysses in it, or is it just all about Ulysses? It's just all about Ulysses. Right. So oh, the, wow. the text of Ulysses itself is completely out. You need two oh, books. I thought it was like, yes. okay. Oh, I thought it was like a side-by-side. Yeah, exactly. No, yeah, that's no. What, it's like, no so, it is a book bigger than the book about the book. Much bigger than the book about the book. <laughs> and actually, this doesn't have everything. Not nearly everything. Um, for, for example, I'll break down. Oh, whatever. It's fine. We'll just, I'll answer your question first. Um, what was this question? 
What, at the, it's your question. What the Mavignons versus the Apennines. Oh, yeah, the filet mignon in the fucking <laughs> barbershop. Barber yes. Yes, precisely. Mm. Um, arr, two pages are stuck <laughs> together. Okay. Um, okay. Um, Mavignon is Welsh. Uh, instruct quote. Dominus. Instructions to the Young Bards, the title of mixed bag of Welsh prose tales from the early Celtic traditions, others from l- late medieval French Arthurian romance, published by Lady Charlotte Guest in 1838. Oops, my bad. Apinishads is Hindu, the name of the class of Vedict works devoted to theological and philosophical speculations on the nature of the world and man, associated here with, theo- uh, with theosophical interests of Yeats, A.E., so one was George Hindu, Williams. one was the what was the other one? Uh, the Mabignon is is Welsh. Oh, instruction to young bards. So it's mm. it's the it's yeah instructions to young poets basically. Yeah. Um, cool. Never gonna need that again. <laughs> no, you're never gonna get it. I just thought it was dramatic. <laughs> I doubt it," said Stephen gravely. "Do you now?" Buck Mulligan said in the same tone. "Your reasons, pray." I fancy, Stephen said as he ate, it did not exist in or out of the Mabignon. Mother Grogan was, one imagines, a kinswoman of Marianne. Buck Mulligan's face smiled with delight. Charming, he said in a finical, in a finical, yeah, finical sweet voice, showing his white teeth and blinking his eyes pleasantly. Do you think she was? Quite charming. Then, suddenly, overclouding all his features, he growled in a hoarse-end, rasping voice, and hewed again vigorously at the loaf. For old Mary Ann, she doesn't get a damn but hissing up at petticoats. He crammed his mouth with fry and munched and droned. The doorway was darkened by an entering form. The milk, sir. Come in, ma'am, Mulligan said. Can you get the jug? An old woman came forward and stood by Stephen's elbow. That's a lovely morning, sir, she said. Glory be to God. To whom? Mulligan said, glancing at her. Ah, to be sure. Stephen reached back and took the milk jug from his locker. The Islanders, Mulligan said to Haynes casually, speak frequently of the collector of prepuces. The fuck is a prepuce? Joey? Uh, isn't that a thing on your dick? <laughs> yeah, it's... it's um, That's uh, before you get your pubes. No, pre-pubes. it's... Pre-pubes. The, the prepuces is... At, so what is it? Prepuces is after uh, you have a circumcision. It's the, mm. it's the foreskin, the piece of foreskin that's been cut off. Oh. That is a prepuce. So God is the collector of prepuces <laughs> here. <laughs> Mulligan calls him the... Mulligan calls God the collector of prepuces to Weird. this old woman selling them milk. Creepy. <laughs> yeah, kind of true, though. He does want them. Sliante. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Must yes. collect foreskins. To the foreskin. <laughs> How much, sir, said the old woman. A quart, Stephen said. He watched her pour sorry. He watched her pour into the measure and thence into the rich jug white milk, not hers. Old shrunken old shrunken paps. She poured again a measure full and a tilly, old and secret she had entered from the morning world. Maybe Does that mean she gave him a little extra. Maybe a messenger. Yes. She praised the goodness of the milk pouring it out, crouching by a patient cow at daybreak in the lush field a witch on her toadstool her wrinkled figures her wrinkled fingers quick at squirting dugs they lowed about her whom they knew do silky cattle silk of the kine and poor old woman names given to her in old names given to her in old given her in old times a wandering crony lowly form of an immortal serving her conqueror and her gay betrayer their common cuck 
cuck queen, a messenger from the secret morning, to serve... Excuse me. Or to... Yes. Take that back a bit. Okay. Where do you want me to start? Cuck queen? Cuck queen. K-U-C-K. So this is Q-U-E-A-N. not the current Republican cuck... Uh, Cuckold. I would I would doubt it. I don't know. I don't know what a cuck queen would be. C u c k q u e a n. I believe Fox News would ha- certainly have a definition of that right now. I know, right? A cuck queen. Q u a n. Q u e a n. Yeah. That that would be one who receives the cuckolding. <laughs> yeah, it, it's the gender opposite of a cuckold. There you, there go. you go. The common cuck queen, a messenger from the secret morning. To serve or to upbraid, whether he could, wait. Was... So what? The, the cuck thing. Oh, that's right. Cuck yeah. is the whole. Oh, that's right. It's whole weird. This is this is a happy place. I, but you're correct. Mm-hmm. You're correct. I was gonna go into more what it is talking about. It was yeah. Shakespearean, right? Was it cuckold? Yeah, I believe cuckold is just a phrase. I mean, it was I think, just a oh yeah, yeah. Thing. But I'm just saying he was kind of known for using it. I thought using the phrase cuckold. Yeah. No, it was. I mean, it it, it had been around. It, it's become common use in may, the last it, year well, or so. It, it may have come originated in Shakespeare. I don't think so, but I guess it's possible. But yeah, uh, look it up. Um, to serve or upbraid, whether he could not tell. He's just a bunch of porn if you look up the fuck? But scorned to beg her favor. Um, quick little side note here. Um, the number one, the milk part, um, there's just way too much I could talk about the milk but yeah. but milk, we milk, lemonade, we will break down the thing. whole idea of um the the mother situation right mm. Stevens Stevens thinking about his mother we have this weird kind of parallel situation going on but more so, importantly I'm sorry is, who is Steven in the uh the like the allegorical uh Hamlet okay. Oh I meant in, Oh um, in in the Odyssey uh, he's Odyssey. Telemachus he's the oh, son Oh Telemachus yeah. okay gotcha Yeah and oh and Bloom is obviously Odysseus. Odysseus, yeah. Okay. Um, but the the milkwoman is Athena. Okay. At the moment, uh, the milkwoman is is Athena visiting um, Telemachus. Telemachus. Okay. Yeah, that's who the, the milkwoman represents. That. Um, and in Bloomsday, okay. do you remember who represents um, or who is Athena in Bloomsday? The cat. Yeah. Yeah, it's the cat. The cat uh, is Athena. Yeah. Her avid shame closing green eyes. Anyway. A talking cat? Well, yeah. This is my cow. <laughs> a couple they, times. They might have had subtitles. <laughs> subtitles? <laughs> That's good. Um, it is indeed, ma'am, Buck Mulligan said, pouring milk into their cups. Taste it, sir, she said. He drank at her bidding. If we could only... Uh, what was it? If we could only live on good food like that, he said to her somewhat loudly, we couldn't. We wouldn't have a country full of rotten teeth and rotten guts, living in a bog swamp, eating cheap food in the streets paved with dust, horks dung, and consumptive spits. Is that horks dung? Horse dung. Uh, Did I say horps dung? I don't know. Horse dung and consumptive spits. Mm. Are you a medical student, sir? The old <laughs> the old woman asked. I am, ma'am. Look, Ooh, body answer. Stephen listened in scornful silence. She bows her old head to a voice that speaks to her loudly, her bones set her. Wait, what her year is this taking place? 1904. Oh, yeah, total grave robber. Grave robber? The milkwoman? No, no, the, and, and basically anyone in medical school. 
Oh, what do you mean a grave robber? Oh, nothing. It was I think, another podcast I was listening to about grave robbery, and they were uh, talking about how most medical students, that's like, there was like this weird trade of like, you, the hospital itself couldn't actually use the dead bodies, so they would have to bury them, but then people unscrupulously would go and dig up the bodies and then sell them back to the hospital so that they oh, could use funny. them for medical testing. When was that happening? Uh, right around then. Really? Yeah. Wow. What what, <laughs> what like countries? Uh, here and England was what they were talking about mainly, but it That's seemed so like funny. A, kind of a standard sort of thing. It was just medical students would do that to like get. Well, uh, medical students would be the ones benefiting because they because they knew the where they buried and they knew no where... no the, oh. the grave robbers would just go and dig up the bodies and sell them to the the institution so the medical oh. students could take them apart and figure out how they work. Got it. Grave robbers. Mm-hmm. I, I should believe just... that was stuff you should know. I should just read my favorite Hamlet scene. Mm. <laughs> that is my favorite scene in Hamlet, by the way. You can't recite it? The gravedigger scene. I cannot. It's at the end. It's like act five, scene one. I used to be able to. Okay, hang on. I can get close. <laughs> um, let me see if I can remember this. Um, He's in youth him. when I did love, did love. So, well, first of all, the two gravediggers have a conversation first. Um God damn it. Oh, okay. I remember it. So two it starts Irishmen, off. It starts off this. It starts off this. Gravedigger one. Gravedigger one. Um is she to be buried a Christian burial when she willfully seeks her own salvation? Grave digger two. I tell thee she is. Therefore keep a grave straight. The the coroner hath sat on her and deeped into Christian burial. One. But how can that be when she willfully seeks her own salvation? Um fuck. Grave digger two. I don't know. Mm. I did like and, how and you then were... grave, back to Grave Digger one. It must be <laughs> say offendendo. It cannot be else. Um for here lies the point. Um Ready? Here lies the man. Yeah. Oh fuck! I'm not gonna remember it. Unfortunately for everyone else out there, that he he does a a nice little swing move swing so that you you know who side. is speaking. He he occupies the correct side of the frame. He still maintains yeah, no. the 180 he, degree line. He understands cross coverage <laughs> very very well. <laughs> I I couldn't do the different voices, mm. or at least I was hard, it was hard enough to remember what the fuck they were saying. But I was at, at whatever. Anyway, thank you. <laughs> I, I was good on saying who was saying what, though, that time, right, at least? Of course. Mm-hmm. Not of course. I always have trouble doing that. Sometimes I don't even do it. I'm just like, skip, and I think my voice is changing. We wouldn't not. know. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Exactly. We're not following along. I Sounds know. fine to me. Me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I love how you guys indulge me. Do you want to read something else? Uh, Joey? Yeah. What else do you want to read? Survival of the fittest. You got it. Wait, I, I that wasn't Joey. That was Sean. Um, I loved Jesus. Well, technically, that was Joey, but... But it was Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. There is no survival of the fittest, but I assume you mean the U.S. Army man. Yeah. But, but, Joey, did you want the... I'll bring them all up again. Uh-oh. He's, wow. he's digging in his... I'll bring them uh, all up again. It's okay. I think it's fair. I mean, the Chinese food is probably going to take a little longer than normal. That's so racist. Jesus. No, I didn't... What? I didn't mean it like that. Damn it. <laughs> I guess that was kind of racist. No, it wasn't no. at all. There was no around. stereotype about Chinese people being slow. But maybe, I don't know. It could be taken that maybe, way. Maybe driving, but... Uh, oh, well, now you just made sorry. it racist. I, I don't know. I found the racism. Go me. Congrats. <laughs> oh, my God. We're down it's the like rabbit hole. It's like a where's wall. We're down the rabbit hole. Here you go. Can you guys see everything it is? Yeah. There they are. Yeah. I'll, I'll read them again real quick. Jesus. We have... Um, oh, really? the, All right. I won't. Fine. Read the dictionary. <laughs> Read the law dictionary? <laughs> sure. No. No, no, no. No, 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 no. Hold on. I'll pick another one. I'll filibuster. I call shenanigans. Who's Buster? Okay. Um, Damn it. 
What's the people's history of the United States? Is that good? I don't know that. I You've was... never read this? No. Here. It's yours. <laughs> Seriously. It's yours. Okay, thanks. But I, can we read it? No. <laughs> well, sure, if you want. But this is now your book. Well, okay. Let, let, okay. Well, Joey, I'll, read I'll, it to I'll, us. I'll start. Yes, you're right. Go ahead. Should I read from the beginning? Yes. However you would normally accept yeah. a book, Merry Christmas. That's yours. Let, okay. Let's say you were you were walking through one of those book holes and you came across this thing and you wanted to know what it was. Where would you, you are going to love that fucking book. That fucking book will be your new favorite book. Well, to be honest, I would show, I would normally check the cover, but I'm so stupid. Do however you want. Just take us through it. You you yeah. take us through how you would normally experience the situation. Okay. So I, I, I pick up the book. I look at the cover. Mm. I see at the top, Howard Zinn, A People's History of the United States. 1492 to present mm. in red highlighting. That's why it definitely draws my eye. So I'm uh, really obsessed that with- That skips over a lot of genocide already. Yeah. But oh, no, wait, no, 1492. Well, 1492 is pretty much- From the very beginning. Well, I guess there was beginning. certainly genocide before we got here. It just, you know, is not as frowned Genocide upon. is pretty much a human history. Exactly. Kind of thing. But let's continue here. <laughs> so there are other books. I'm going to skip to that. I don't give a shit about the other mm. books yet. So here's the cover page. going to skip to that shit. And it says, To Noah, Georgia- Serena, Noshan, shit, Will, Nation. Will, and their generation. So clearly, mm. probably his kids. Okay, I always read that. I don't know why. The, the, do you guys always read the, that? the, the, the dedication? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just kind of curious. Do. I do. Maybe it's something really interesting. Maybe it's like I dedicate this to Elvis. And I want to know. Have you ever read a book that said that? I guess maybe uh, has Priscilla. <laughs> like I was gonna say like a Priscilla, music book, maybe the the Jerry Lee Lewis biography. <laughs> Nixon didn't Nixon like Elvis? I don't know. Sure, maybe. No. He that one, kinda, he, that he, one he, photograph. They took one photograph together. Yeah, they were like he was like forced into it, like seventy two like, or yeah. some shit. Uh, Elvis just kind of like was such a personality that Nixon couldn't turn him down. Continue. Okay, so there's next there's acknowledgments and anything. I'm just gonna skip that because there's a lot of them. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, table of contents. Okay, I'm not gonna read all these, but what I do is I kind of just skim it and just to see. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot. There's like, well, twenty five chapters. Fourteen ninety two to present. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. It's is it chronological? Oh, Chinese food is here. Does that mean I can't read? It means we're going to get to it in the next episode. Wow. Fair enough. Thank you for listening to Literary, Literary. And sorry for the tease. We'll probably get to this next episode. Maybe. We'll see.